Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today we are going to get into another one of our Mount Rushmore segments. If you're watching on YouTube or uh, anywhere else we have this video posted, uh, you can see that I have my Arizona Diamondbacks hat on. So that's what we're doing. We're doing the Arizona Diamondbacks today. Not that old of a franchise. So Brig is going to tell us a little bit about that, a little bit of the history of the team. And then I will tell us about how the team name came to be. Take the Arizona Brig. Diamondbacks expanded into Major League Baseball in 1998 they've been with the league 26 years puts them through 2023 that's 26 seasons their record is 1998 wins to 2112 losses that puts them at a 486 win loss percentage they've had seven playoff appearances in that 26 season span two pennants one world championship the winningest manager is Tori Lavolo, 495 wins to 537 losses. That's at a 480 win-loss percentage. And as we all know, sadly, it was 2001 was their World Series championship. <laughs> well, relative. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think I've said this several times, but I know ex- I will forever remember exactly yeah. where I was standing in that yeah. play. That was oh, amazing. Yeah. But so I, my first, I don't know when your first introduction to the Diamondbacks was, Brig, but I was playing on like a competitive, kind of like a travel ball team, but we didn't travel like very far from home. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was 11 that year. 11. Yeah, I think it was 11 that year. And the Diamondbacks had not been officially like introduced as like a, I don't think they'd been introduced as like a major league baseball team, or maybe they had it, but they weren't playing yet. But there was a team in our league that was the Diamondbacks that had these sick purple pinstripe uniforms with these super cool purple hats. And we we're like that. And like, we were the Spartans, like from Michigan state, we just had like green t-shirts and red and green hats. And like, they were yeah. sick, but we saw that and we we're like, dude, that's legit. Yeah, And so there's always been like a piece of me that's like a little bit, I don't know, because they weren't a team that like beat us. Like we went pretty pretty well back and forth. So it's not like I had any angst towards them, but it, yeah. it, it's been a team that's always had like a special like spot in my memory, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that might be part of the reason I have a Diamondbacks hat, but that also like, I think this is one of the sickest hats in baseball. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, but anyway, yeah. let's talk about how the team got its name, shall we? Okay. Yeah, like you said, um, award is an expansion franchise in '95, um, and they did what any team has done in the past. They had a name the team contest. Again, this is according to TeamNameOrigin.com. Um, so some of the nicknames that came through that could have been used were the Rattlers, the Rattlers, mm-hmm. the Coyotes, mm-hmm. Scorpions, and even Brig, the Phoenix. Would have been pretty sick, to be honest. Let's be honest. 
that'd be a pretty cool mascot. Um, yeah. The Rattlers, I think, is a, an indoor football league team. The Coyotes are now the hockey team. Mm-hmm. And Scorpions are Scorpions all over the place in this, in this state, so I could see why they wouldn't want to do that. But anyway, um, I said they, they should have gone with Arizona Phoenix, which would have resulted in <laughs> the universe exploding, according to this site. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. I still think that awesome but anyway <laughs> the owners decided to go with diamondbacks and this is yeah. why um because obviously that reflects the the desert and the rattlesnakes in the area and everything like that but also they felt like it was a clever reference to baseball's diamond in which the game is played on and if you notice brig I'm the noticing. field because everybody every every team has unique dimensions of their outfield wall right yep. if you look at the Diamondbacks, the shape of the outfield wall, the whole field makes a diamond. Yep, I've seen which that. Which is super cool. It's flat across the top, goes down on the sides. It's like a Scrooge McDuck diamond shape. Yeah, that's it. right. Like a cartoon diamond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool, mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. Yeah, it, that's awesome. It's a little tribute to the team name. So very cool. That's really All cool, right. man. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, Brig, take us away with your first... Mount Rushmore nominee. All right. I'm going to go with the easy one. Um, And I didn't get into this earlier. Like I usually do with other teams because I didn't want to spoil the fun, but the first person on my list has his T has his number retired. Oh, (laughs) now usually I do the, this many numbered retire retired numbers. Jackie okay. Robinson as well as everybody else, but I didn't want to do that because my first guy is on the list, and that guy's name is Randy Johnson. Gotta have, have Randy, Randy Johnson. Johnson. You have to. You have to. Hall of Fame, career war of 101.1. Okay, I got excited there. Did you notice? Okay. I did. Yeah. He... <laughs> Five-time Cy Young winner, Triple Crown, Hall of Famer. He played eight years in Arizona, which is his second longest tenured team, by the way. Eight years. Uh, Second only to Seattle. To Seattle. Yep. Ten years in Seattle, but eight years in Arizona. And during that time, World Series championships. Okay? The only World Series championship, but that's what he was there for that. That alone, plus the bird, you got <laughs> to give it to Randy Johnson. He also has one of the best nicknames in all of baseball, which is the big unit. And if for no other reason, one of the best mascots in all of baseball. And every time I go to Chase Field, I, I got to make sure I meet the unit because... It's just spectacular. And when he wins that race, it's like so good. You know, it only makes sense when he wins the race. He cheats and wins. And I'm I'm here for it with the chase. Absolutely. You, yeah. It's not a race that there's not cheating. Let's I, be honest. Not with mascot any, races. You have a big head mascot race. Like, yeah, you've got to. <laughs> yeah, they have um they have Randy Johnson, Mark Grace, Luis Gonzalez. And for some reason, I can't remember the other guy. It's Corbin Carroll right now. The fourth one isn't Corbin Carroll. It was last time what? I was there. It was Corbin Carroll. When when were you there last, Brig? 
Uh, last season, Brad. <laughs> it looks like it looks like Corbin Carroll. That's what I'm saying. It's like it wasn't Corbin Carroll. It uh, looks I, like it, Corbin Carroll. <laughs> it's not though. It's not. I know it's not. But You're okay. Not so Carroll. I have Randy Johnson on my Mount Rushmore as well. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this, I can't believe. Like I didn't realize that he won four straight Cy Youngs in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Ninety nine through two thousand two. Like that's bananas. And then he finished second in two thousand four. Yeah, like it's and obviously as a Mariners fan, I am a huge Randy Johnson fan. I love the dude in Seattle. I really liked the dude in Arizona. And as a Mariners fan, I was a little bit upset when he went in as a Diamondback. But then like really looking at at his performance and how things went for him in Arizona, it's like, yeah, he, he didn't really have a choice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like right. super duh, right? And he yeah. even went back to Arizona after two years in New York. Went yeah. back to Arizona for 2007, 2008 seasons before he retired yeah. as a giant. Yeah. So really loved it there. Still lives in the Phoenix area, by the way. Show not. Like, that's how much he loved it here is that he stuck around. Um, yeah. But World Series MVP on the only Diamondbacks team to win the World Series. You've got to put him Forget on. Forget about it. No. <laughs> yep. All right. Since we overlapped, which we always do, which is always, always. Awesome, uh, you should go ahead with your next one. Okay. My next guy uh, played the same time period as Randy Johnson for the Diamondbacks. He has a broken bat in the Diamondbacks Museum <laughs> out in center field because he has. The most important moment in franchise history where he hit a single up the middle off Marion Rivera to win game seven, walk off and win game seven of the World Series, Luis Gonzalez. I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll talk about Luis Gonzalez. He's a five-time all-star. Obviously, like I said, 2001 World Series champion. Um, he was... The only times he was an all star was with the Diamondbacks, um, and he won a and he won a Silver Slugger in two thousand one. So it's like it's almost like fitting that he was the guy that they wanted up in that situation, right? Yeah, yeah. It so is. I don't know. And Luis Gonzalez could have almost just been a bum the rest of his career and still made Mount Rushmore for making that like getting that base hit up the middle, right? Just one it's like only. Yeah. The next year he hit a buck 50 and played in 42 <laughs> games because he just couldn't get his, his head right, right? He's still playing with the World Series hangover. He'd still be on the Mount Rushmore because, like I said, yeah. the most important play in franchise history goes to Luis yeah. Gonzalez. Of course, that's not what happened, though. He didn't have a hangover the very no, next No, he season. didn't. No, he was he balled out again. He's an all-star and – yeah. He hit 288 with what? How many homers? Because that's what he did. 28 homers? Yeah, 28. I'd take it. 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, he's on my list too. He was he was my next guy. <laughs> I figured he would be. <laughs> yeah, and he has his number retired as well, which is a good Yeah, he and I Randy Johnson are the only two dudes. They're only two other than Jackie Robinson. The, the right. cool thing about it, he won. he's a home run derby champion as well which I think mm -hmm. often goes overlooked. And that's back when the home run derby was formatted very differently than it is today, but he still right. is a home run derby champion. Uh, it, and, you know, his whole career, he spent eight years in Arizona, seven with Houston, and then 
a little bit of time a few other places, but he spent the most time in his career in Arizona. And you're right, dude. Out of that 19 years, it all came down to one absolutely iconic moment that is either the greatest moment in your <laughs> fan's life or one of the worst. Either way, it's huge. It's heavy. The thing that's, like, to me, the craziest about the whole thing was that the Diamondbacks beat the team of destiny. Yeah. Right? That the Yankees yeah. were the team of destiny. That they went through it. The Yankees beat the 116 win. Seattle Mariners is like, oh, if they beat the Mariners, they can beat anybody. They, there's no way anybody's beating them, especially after everything with 9-11. This is yeah. the team. It's their year. They're the team of destiny. And then the Diamondbacks beat them yeah. with a single up the middle. Right over Derek Jeter's head. Right over Derek Jeter's head like, with a broken bat. With a broken bat, it blooped. It went just out of reach over. And Jeter's you know what? I wonder if he had barreled that ball up, if it had just been a line out to center field. For sure, dude. For sure, I could see that. Yep. Oh, anyway, terrific. He had a great career, but that moment just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crystal. I don't. I I bet you he doesn't buy drinks for himself anytime he comes to Phoenix. Oh yeah, dude. No, there's way. no way. No way. <laughs> no. Did chance. you know he batted left and threw right? Uh, yeah, and I think it makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. there you see, like especially, I feel like a lot of guys come over from Japan doing that because they, I'm sure they mm-hmm. teach them to bat left-handed. Because yeah. there's there's a thing with you know you face more right-handed pitchers, you want to be a left-handed batter, and then as a right-handed thrower, you're more available around the field around which i the think field, is cool yeah yeah he played left field so that makes a lot of sense yeah all right man okay go ahead with your next i, th- I don't I, think we need I to take a break. go ahead with your next yep what you need to take a break now or then after no this no, no i don't think i don't think we need one i think we're rolling along let's go oh, ahead. okay that's how i feel too okay cool 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 all right uh which one do i want to go with okay i'm gonna uh, uh i hate that i'm gonna do this <laughs> I'm going to do this to you. This guy has an MVP. He's a seven-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glover, five-time Silver Slugger. Okay? The dude has a 67.1 war over his career Mm -hmm. so far. Okay. He spent eight years with the Diamondbacks until he moved to st louis this is yeah, paul goldschmidt yeah yeah paul goldschmidt had some of not only his best seasons in arizona but some of arizona's best seasons were with paul goldschmidt kind of after the the it's like the next era. generation it's yeah. the next generation thank you that was yeah. really well said yeah so anyway i don't think because they're such a young team and because there's such limited amount of history, I think it's it's harder to dig that deep that far back and get a guy who had more impact on the on the on the field and for the franchise than this this coming generation like Paul Goldschmidt was part of. Or that second sort of round of mm-hmm. all stars. So I gotta give it to, to Goldie. You just have to, my opinion. I think it's I think it's fitting. I think it works. Um, you know, I think I remember. I think I talked about this on the show, like when we were getting ready to move down here to Arizona. That I was like, yeah. I was super excited because I was like, yes, I'm going to get to watch Paul Goldschmidt 
and then they traded him like right yeah. before we moved. And I was like, what the crap, man? Dang it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, I agree. Still haven't gotten to see him. Yeah, yeah. I was that yeah. still bugs me <laughs> in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, but... <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really wanted to watch Goldie, but yeah, I haven't gotten to. And the D backs haven't really been good until this year, but no, I think that's a worthy, a worthy selection. You, you again in the in that museum, you can see his silver slugger awards and his gold glove. Yeah, yeah. I think he has gold. Got his gold glove. I don't know. I know you can see his silver sluggers in that museum. It's it's really yeah. Cool. He does. He he's a gold glove winner with Arizona in mm-hmm. 2013, 2015, 2017, and uh, another silver slugger. The silver sluggers are in 13. 15 17 and 18 all with arizona so yeah yeah super cool solid pick i like it i like it but we don't overlap on goldie (laughs) we might we might though because there's more (laughs) (laughs) so i still have one left (laughs) well i'm saying on goldie we're not going to overlap oh okay okay so i have so I have uh, somebody who has spent the majority, the vast majority of his career. He's traded to the Diamondbacks uh, after spending two years in Seattle. It's Cattell Marte. Oh, yeah. And so in Seattle, like we fans loved yeah. Marte. Loved For him. Sure. Like yeah. I was really upset when they traded him after the, the 2016 season. And this is the reason why is because mm-hmm. you saw him in 2019. He finished fourth in the MVP voting. And was an all-star. Ever since then, he has kind of been up and down. They put him out in the outfield for a little while. He played a little bit of outfield this year, but mostly he's back to second base, yeah. which means that he's back to himself. But his impact, despite being a very good player in the regular season, his impact is felt in the postseason. 100%. All the dude does is get on base. You put I, that guy in leadoff position, you know he's going to get on base for you at least once, probably twice a game, because that's what he's done. The the only time in his career that he has not gotten on base during a postseason game was Game Five of the World Series this year, when the Diamondbacks lost to the Rangers and the series ended. Yeah. Every other game he's played in the postseason, he's gotten on base. It's what it's like. It didn't. It didn't come up like I thought it would. I want to say it's like seventeen games, something like that, which is a bananas hitting streak only in the postseason for yeah. it to be that many games in a row to get on base. Um, I think that had the Diamondbacks been able to pull it off this year and beat the Rangers, he'd have been the MVP. Yeah, I agree. He was he was your NL NLCS MVP this year for very good reason, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think he's he's my third guy when it all gets, comes down because he's only twenty nine. He's got a lot. He's thirty years old. Just barely turned thirty. Coming into his thirty year old season in twenty twenty four, he's got a lot of time left ahead of him even after he has slowed down and lost his range as a second baseman he can be a dh and be a very a very good one very very good and so i very think he's got a lot of years left in arizona signed for sure through 2027 and i think he's going to be continue to be a centerpiece on this team next to corbin carroll so yeah i, I think Marte, when it comes down to it absolutely he's going to deserve that one of those spots on, on the mount rushmore because of the significant role he's going to have what he's had and then what he will have going forward i could i can dig that i can totally dig that well cool 
Yeah, that's not how I feel, but I can see. What that's fine. Saying. You don't have to feel <laughs> I'm that just way. Kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is how. That is how I feel. <laughs> so and who's I your like, fourth? Who's your fourth? My this might be a little controversial. Okay, and I don't care because I'm here for it. I'm going to go with a guy who had a terrific run. Short run, but terrific. Seven seasons total. Not just with Arizona, but his whole career was only seven seasons long. In that time, he won a Cy Young Award and was an all-star three times. In that time, he he accumulated a 31.1 war. He has a lifetime ERA, again, all with Arizona, and only seven seasons is 3.27. Okay? He started 198 games over that uh, period. This is Brandon Webb. Mm. Brandon Webb, again, was in that second generation following the World Series. He showed up in 2003. He was with them through 2009. It's kind of hard to count 2009 uh, based on the amount. He only played one game, so let's give him all the way to 2008. Injuries derailed what would have been just a spectacular long-term career. But still, the numbers are just incredible for what he was able to put together in seven years, and I think he was a bright spot in some dark spot, dark times for the Diamondbacks. And because of that, I think he's as worthy as anybody for a Mount Rushmore spot. It's a solid pick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting when, when you have a guy who spent that short amount of time, not just with a team, but in the big leagues, and have that much of an impact. Yeah. It's crazy. It's super crazy. And I, I was I hesitated to go with Brandon Webb because yeah. of how short his career was and because of, you know, uh, the time that he played with the team and what the team's history was like at that point. But mm-hmm. I, I just I couldn't find anybody I liked better. That's part one. And part two was I couldn't find anybody who I liked better that was also as consistently impactful. Yeah, I get that. So I, yeah, it was tough though. That's that's tough. Yeah, I'm just I dying to it. hear who your last one is. Okay, so <laughs> I did this last one a little bit differently. So the three, the three that I have, you can like, you can carve those in. You can set them in stone for okay. for the Mount Rushmore. But the fourth okay. one, you you got to leave it blank for now. Agreed. Okay, but, I feel you. But it is reserved. It is reserved. Okay. Yeah, pending. The yeah. rest of Corbin Carroll's career. I okay. So my I see what you did there. And <laughs> let me just state for the record that I totally agree with you. And if I had known we were gonna bend the rules, Brad, that's exactly what I would have done. The rules are rubber, Brig. Come on now. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. I seriously though, you are spot on. <laughs> so if you've been living under a rock. Corbin Carroll <laughs> is an absolute baller. He is so good. And we, yeah, like if you're new to the show, we were singing Corbin Carroll's praises starting in the preseason, starting in like spring training last year. Yeah, the spring training. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
he had an outstanding year. Rookie of the year. Brig, he finished fifth in the MVP voting this year. I know. I did not rookie. realize that. Is, and if, he was an all-star did, collection. And he was an all-star. Yeah. He led the NL in triples with 10 of them. And that feels actually low. I feel like yeah, he that got is more, right? <laughs> but he hit 25 home runs and he stole 54 bags. Yeah. I think he's the only rookie to ever do that. 54 bases. I mean, just to hit 25 bombs and still 54 bags. Like that. And he, he put together a 5.4 war just this season. Yes. Yes, he did. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But so in 80s, what, 187 games, his career war is already 6.6. Yeah, 6.6. Yeah, he played in uh, 32 games in 2022 and put up a 1.2 war. Yeah. Okay, check this out. Uh, How many games? 180 what? 187 total games. Guess how many hits he has? 188. The dude is damn near automatic, Brad. <laughs> I know, I know it, and that's the thing oh, that's crazy. crazy about him. He he only got he got got caught stealing five times this year, break five oh. times. I don't wow. remember Corbin Carroll getting caught stealing five times. The fact that we're like, shut up! He got caught stealing ever, and it was ever. only five. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 he's got elite speed. He might be the fastest guy in Major League Baseball. If not, he's very, very close to guys like Ellie De La Cruz, Fernando Tatis, and Julio Rodriguez is actually slow compared to him. Which is I will say bananas. that it is bananas Crazy. because Julio is lightning fast. And there is something different. Like, you know, when you watch guys live and you're like, oh, yeah, he's better than everybody else. You're like, whoa, that's Corbin <laughs> yeah. Carroll. When you watch him, when you watch him play live. Yeah. Like I watched him chase down a ball. It's like the fifth game of the season or something like that. I watched him chase down a ball in the right field corner. I was like, yeah, he's better than everybody else here. And it is and he's a better than they the said he was. Cause when yeah. you're in person, the rumor mill gets challenged in person and you're like, well, it does. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, it's like, cause at that point it was still like, so who's this guy? Yeah. Who's that dude out there? This kid that they paid a bunch of money to. Cause he was 22 yeah. this year. Totally. You know, and so, <laughs> yeah, he's the real deal. He's a legit pickle, as I say. He's a and legit pickle. <laughs> he's the real deal, Brig. He's the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he will continue so. to be. I'm when his career is over. If he's not a Diamondback for life, yeah, then they will wrong. have done something horribly wrong for this franchise, the Don't fan base, everything. And when he is, when it's all said and done, he deserves that fourth spot. But the fact that he has only played 187 games barely has more than a year of service time. You can't carve it in stone yet because there's a lot to be, there's a lot that has to go on still. And yeah, a lot. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything that could potentially go wrong because I don't want to jinx anything. But that's right, for sure. Get it in. Throw it on up there. Yeah, but he's he's going to be a Mount Rushmore guy when he's done. Yeah, yeah, hands I, down. I think so. I, I totally agree with you. Sorry, I, I gush over this dude every time I go to a game, by the way, Brig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he's on the telly, I'm like, guys, shut up and watch. Listen, this is the guy. Church is on. Stop. Just church. <laughs> the pastor's <laughs> giving his sermon. I'm sorry. That was... 
that one. Anyway, baseball family. I'm not. So hold on before we before we throw this out to the baseball family. Let's see what Chat GPT has to say about the Diamondbacks Mount Rushmore. We did this with the Brewers, and I thought it was fun and it sparked some conversation. Um, so Brig, I think you will like what Chat GPT has to say. Okay. Because the four has Randy Johnson. It says a dominant left-handed pitcher. Johnson was a key figure in the Diamondbacks 2001 World Series Championship. He won four consecutive Cy Young Awards with the team and is a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Luis Gonzalez. Gonzalez had a memorable career with the Diamondbacks, highlighted by his game-winning hit of the 2001 World Series. He's one of the franchise's all-time offensive leaders. Super duh. Paul Goldschmidt, a six-time oh! star and fan favorite. Goldschmidt was a cornerstone player for the Diamondbacks during his tenure with the team, known for his offensive and defensive prowess. Number four, Brig. You went four for four with Chad GPT. I Brandon did? Webb. Webb oh. was a standout pitcher for the Diamondbacks, winning the Cy Young Award in 2006. He played a crucial role in the team's success during that era. Told you. Okay, now but listen. It does say it does say look out for Corbin Carroll because he is going to be the cornerstone for the franchise for the next 15 years and will end up taking over Brandon Webb's spot. Oh no, that's not what it says. That's yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> here's the, he will. That's all true, though. Here's the deal, though. Um oh, I lost it. I was gonna say something funny. It's gone. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But baseball family, let us know yeah, what you think good. about the Arizona Diamondbacks Mount Rushmore. Yes. Was there anybody we left off? Did I jump the gun with Corbin Carroll? Um, let no. Brig know that he's right with Brandon Webb because that is a solid pick. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah. That's it's okay pick. if it's not. You can say that too. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you can say that he's wrong. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.